Hello and welcome to Valkyries After Dark. I'm Kinsey. I'm Abby. I'm Maddie. I'm Liv. And I'm Haley. this episode we're going to be doing our current reads and reviews um so right now i'm reading capturing the devil and i'm about halfway through and this is part of my favorite true crime series it's like historical fiction true crime the first book was stalking jack the ripper and this is the book that i started reading that i waited so this book came out in the fall so this fall there had already been three ahead of it and um I read those in literally like two weeks and had to wait. It's, it was one of those where you had to literally like wait a year. Oh, and pain. this was also <laughs> the one that I started reading and it pissed me off so bad. I stopped reading it for a month. Oh no. Like I had such bad reader's block for, from it just because I loved the character so much and something happened that was like detrimental to the relationship and stuff. Cause it's also a romance and it like made me so mad. I had to stop it. And then I started reading Kingdom of the Wicked. Couldn't get into it because I, all I could do was think about the capturing of the devil. And so I restarted it and now I'm into it. And I read like more than halfway through the other night. I stayed up till 1 a.m. Wow. Ooh, wow. So yeah. Ken's actually is responsible for making me buy the stocking Jack the Ripper book. <laughs> me too. And me too. Me too. Yeah. Like I think she's got the entire like Valkyrie. She's my soul character. I had to. I love I'm, it. Rave about it. So I am so pumped to start this book because I, on God, I brought that book up to the register at Barnes and Noble. The cashier checking me out. She went absolutely feral when I brought that book up. Like she was like. I cannot tell you how awesome this book is. And then her coworker on the other side of the cash wrap ran over to where I was and was like, <laughs> wait, what book are you buying? And then she saw what book I was buying and she's like, oh my God. And like, we they, we ended up talking for like a half hour about mm-hmm. books from me purchasing that book. So Ken's obviously that series and that book has some drugs in it or something. Oh because- yeah, it's got a complete chokehold cho- on everyone that's read it. Like- uh, is that the last one or there's still more you gotta wait on. so i'm pretty sure this is the last one so i'm on i don't think that she's writing another one i think that it pretty much wraps up the entire thing because it's the same author as kingdom of the wicked so oh i didn't know that yeah so she wrote this and published this and then came out with the kingdom of the wicked and then kingdom of the cursed right or whenever it came out right after i guess um so yeah it's the same author it's very much a um and abby i think we had this discussion the other night actually on the other episode but um it's very much a sort of fade to black there's a few details however the banter and the witty comments are literally just so good i can't like i like just laugh and like giggle to myself without even having to read the the smut or anything like that like there's there's none really but just the absolute best banter you will ever read probably that makes it that makes it worth it so so sweet and so cute and so funny um but yeah 
So highly recommend. I'm very proud of you guys for all for all buying it. <laughs> I'm uh, so excited. You'll have to keep me updated on the pod. And yes. um stalking Jack the Ripper was probably the best the first one was probably the best one apart from like this right now. So it went Jack the Ripper and then it kind of goes into the rest of historical fiction with like the second book they travel to I think Romania and go to like a forensic because it's two forensic students one is a is a girl and it's in the 1800s so it's super taboo that she's in forensic science and whatnot and oh, a woman educated oh, I love that literally a woman I love her so much and then so they travel to a forensic science school and in Romania that's you know where the mystery of like dracula and that kind of lineage is there Mm -hmm. so that book's about that and then the third one they're traveling to america on the same boat as harry houdini who like and then the book is about like that and the carnival and stuff like that and then this one brings back into what happened in the first book which i really like oh we love love reconnection yeah we love it so this one brings back into the into the first book but like the char- some of the same characters from the other two books like a- made an appearance in the book like super just like part of the story or whatever which I really liked as well so it's just kind of wrapping it up and tying all the loose ends so I'm intrigued to see if this is going to be my favorite book because so far it's really good it's just made me so mad <laughs> like I just can't get over it um I'm trying to though I really am I'm doing my best how do you um but it takes a lot to come back to a book when it mm-hmm. puts you in a slump. So I'm proud of yeah. you for doing that. I appreciate that. I just like I was started reading Kingdom of the Wicked and I just kept thinking about this book and I couldn't give it my all. So I literally have I had to reread the first couple chapters of Kingdom of the Wicked like a few times and I was like I just can't do this. I have to finish the other book. So but uh yeah, I'm excited for you guys. You have to let me know. I'm so I'm excited, excited to read too, it because I as I'm sure we'll we will end up divulging both Ken's and I, and I feel like all of us here are like, I'm a huge true crime fan. Oh, like, me too. I love, love it. it in a respectful manner. I don't love the murder. I love the <laughs> psychology part of it. Oh yeah. Um, it's intriguing to learn about yeah. people that like could do those things. I feel like I love psychology and sociology, and I'm just mm-hmm. naturally a very paranoid person. <laughs> so you know, listening to true crime just you know really enhances that um but the jack the ripper case has always had like Mm -hmm. an absolute chokehold on me and i actually which this is a story for another time but i went on a jack the ripper tour when i went to london to the actual spots of the crimes oh like part of me was like this is cool and part of me was like um someone died here and we're literally 16 years old why are we like in a murder (laughs) scene that was alarming and also we we, um my teacher chose that over the harry potter studio tour so i was but her about that so that's kind of a hard thing that's a hard yeah like like, it was definitely interesting but like it was at night and like we went to like the actual crime scenes and he the tour guide had photos i was like yeah this is my last night in london this is not what i was picturing like part of me is here for it and part of me is like but i i mean obviously like it's fiction but like it's inspired by something i love so like Mm -hmm. it's definitely high up there on my tvr she's just lengthy right now so thanks for telling well yeah yeah girl anytime i'm so excited to read that 
Jack the Ripper is like historical. Like it's the one of the biggest like unsolved cases ever and still unsolved and like he was taunt you know like he's taunting the police the whole time that's just int- it's almost like zodiac mm-hmm. like the zodiac he- killer and all that like it's just interesting how that sort of mind works to me i probably sound like a yeah. psycho but no, no definitely no, i feel I, like a lot of people get I that i totally agree i definitely but, uh, love like the unsolved murders and like almost a weird like I love somebody who actually can get away with it kind of energy well um, yeah. which is probably chaotic of me but it's it's I just think that's like really cool like I don't want to be a person who's dead in the unsolved murder but like I think <laughs> right. it's cool studying that person that's actually getting away with it so well it's interesting you know well it's also interesting too to see like is it the person who's getting away with it so well or is it just the law enforcement is incompetent fair mm. uh, moving on from true crime i am currently listening to the fanfic uh manacled i can never pronounce that right i think you did, i'm pronouncing you did. it right i this got time. it that's how you, yeah i think so um that's how it's said in the book like in the audio because I'm, I'm listening to it too i'm only in chapter two but yeah that's how it's said in the okay audio. sweet it was recommended to me by a fellow um book club member bella shout out bella um queen our yes yes ma'am um it's so good she told me you know just FYI trigger warnings if you're mm-hmm. if you're uncomfortable by certain things definitely read them um it's got a I've never seen the handmaid's tale but I've been told about it um and there's also like a little disclaimer at the beginning that it's close to that um so mm. if you've seen that it's kind of that's the gist and um mm. post war you know post a uh, mm. wizarding war and Voldemort one that's I mean that's a given in the Ooh. synopsis so like Harry's dead Voldemort one I mean like that's a public knowledge but like r.i.p bestie for the audio oh my gosh yeah so sad but that sounds um, very intense that is so intense that's why i'm on chapter two intense yeah it's very intense i really like it though it's an interesting Mm -hmm. like it's an interesting story it's great it's grabbed my attention and i listen to it nonstop now basically um i really don't think i've even gotten into the meat of it yet it's kind of still setting up and I think I'm on chapter 11 and I still don't oh, think wow. that I'm into like the meat of it yet how long is it yeah she's a thick book because it's been published I've seen it published and she yeah. she's thick oh I dang. want the hard copy After I do I too this, I want the hard copy um but yeah highly recommend if you like that sort of thing um but yeah that's my uh current reads and reviews at the moment lovely thank you so Thanks much so yeah girl so this is Maddie speaking. Um, I had a couple books I wanted to share with you guys. Kind of just real quick first, I wanted to share Paybacks, A Witch by um, Alana Harper. I read that actually kind of around Halloween. Um, and it's just kind of a short novel and it's really cute. It's like a witchy rom-com. So highly recommend. And then Right after I read that, I actually went on Kindle Unlimited and started reading the most recent release in a KU series that I follow called The Seven Sinners of Hell's Kingdom by Gina Moran. And I finished, it was book five, and I finished it like a trooper, but it put me in such a reading slump um, just because it had a trope in it that I really strongly dislike. What's the trope? It was a pregnancy trope. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yikes. 
And, you know, I can, I've read a lot of books where, like, there's an epilogue, but in this book, it was such a, like, crucial plot point, and, like, the, like, babies in her stomach were, like, giving the main character extra power. Like, it was just, it was a lot for someone who doesn't like the normal pregnancy trope. It was a lot of extra pregnancy trope problems. Mm. So I was planning to read this before October ended. This is Once in Future Witches by um, Alex Harrow. And it is very good, but I'm not even halfway through it yet just because I haven't quite gotten out of that mood. Um, mm. But I, I would recommend it. Like I said, I haven't finished it yet. But the vibe is very much, you know, sisters who had lost contact for a very long time are just now reuniting. Um, it's three sisters. Each one of them has like a different level of like inherent magical ability. So there's a lot of like magic systems, like how that works and what that entails, which I personally really enjoy in a book. Um, and to add on top of that, it is technically a historical fiction because it's set around the suffragette movement in the United States. So just super fascinating so far. Um, highly recommend. And then, of course, once I finish that, my next step on my TBR is Kingdom of the Wicked. Mm. Um, pretty much thanks to the book club. Once we um, all finish that, I have some really, which I feel like are unpopular You've read opinions. it? I've read both. Yeah. Okay. And I have some feelings. And How do we feel i've reread the first chapters literally like twice because of the fact that i didn't finish capturing the wicked because i I have i love the setup like i loved the beginning of the first one okay i don't i don't want to give anything away since y'all haven't finished it but like when you do finish it so (laughs) yeah so we're saying it right here on the pod i i I will say this i liked it i i really did like it so i've heard mixed reviews so that's i have too I, i think i just have some hot takes and I'm interested to share them with y'all once y'all finish it. <laughs> I definitely want to hear once I finish reading it. I think, honestly, I think I just need one night of, like, sitting down and just, like, powering through Once in Future Witches. And that's the thing. Like, I've really enjoyed reading it. Like, it's a good book. I just, every time I put it down, I have trouble get it, picking it back up again just because, like, I was so turned off from this other book. Um, so I just need to sit down, like finish it to get out of, like to knock me out of that reading slump. I think, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of almost wish that I had read it before I read Paybacks a Witch because I feel like Paybacks a Witch is so much shorter. It would have been way easier to just like finish and get through to kind of kick me out of that. And like I would absolutely recommend Paybacks a Witch for like you're in a slump and it will get you out. Like it's just fun, like fast paced, lighthearted. There's some spice um you know the main character is a bisexual witch which i'm sure many yes! of us yes! under yes! identify with so like it's just it's fun um and once in future witches again is good but it's not quite very it's not lighthearted. Mm. so it's just a mm. different vibe yeah, yeah that makes sense megan rose recommended paybacks a witch to me and i have not been able to find it at either of my local barnes and nobles so really? I, I might you, have, have to asked because i couldn't find it and it was shelved in the romance section yeah mm. so I, that I, was okay. really weird to me i asked at one of them and god bless the barnes and noble workers <laughs> the booksellers there y'all if any of y'all are listening we love you um <laughs> our real heroes they ran around for like a solid 10 minutes trying to find that book for me 
and I felt so, so bad. Oh like, gosh. and then they felt bad because they didn't have it, and I was like, "Don't well, even worry my, about it." I'm still buy had a real hard time finding it because you know we read all of these fantasy romances, and they're always shelved in fantasy yeah. or YA. But this was shelved with like the notebook. It was in the romance section, which is very <laughs> confusing to everybody involved. Well, I'm very excited add those to my tbr yeah and um don't read the seven sinners of hell <laughs> taking her <laughs> off my tbr okay don't like pregnancy tropes uh, oh, okay. i feel like that just took that off my list which is kind of sad i mean like, I, I, I was that was book five so i read four other books oh. that i really enjoyed oh, and then in book five, suddenly this did the one-two punch and i was just totally done that's painful that's so upsetting it sounds so interesting interesting like just by the title mm-hmm. well if you are curious to know the general plot is i mean it's a reverse harem but the general plot is there's this woman and in order to create balance in the universe there there's too many people who are going to hell and there's too many souls who are reincarnating and not getting any better so it's you know it's caused the world to continually get worse and worse and worse so in order to create purgatory where souls can like learn to improve and eventually earn their way to heaven, this woman has to seduce all of the archangels to jump from heaven and claim thrones in hell, basically. And then she eventually, you know, is supposed to become the queen of purgatory. Oof. That sounds that, so interesting, the, though. The queen okay. of purgatory. It's a very interesting premise. And that's why I like powered through and I finished book five, even though like I the trope was extremely painful and definitely like this series could have been finished without it um mm-hmm. see but like the premise was very fascinating that reminds that like that whole like premise just took me back to like my supernatural days and now I kind of like want to read it but I'm scared <laughs> look if you go that's the other thing too if you go into it knowing this is what happens it is like for me at least it would have been easier um like if I had gone into it knowing okay like there's a pregnancy trope in the fifth book it would have been less taxing on me mentally rather than I was like attached to these characters and you know yeah I felt like it all kind of just fell apart I have questions speaking of a pregnancy trope which can be spoilers but also hold on I mean just texted us that a gnat died in her wine (laughs) And I've been okay. laughing this whole time. I'm so sorry, Maddie. Oh. I'm so sorry, Maddie. Okay, I also was laughing at I that. Literally so. Okay, I'm so sorry. I was trying not to bring it up in this podcast, but like, um, yeah, I decided to get my wine just to have like a pre-glass before um, a pre- the booze. Yeah. yeah, I just kind of pre-game a bit and I like saw the snack and I tried to like grab it and <laughs> And then I wondered where it went. And then I went to grab my wine and I looked down oh. and, oh, no. and it's like a full, it's like, a, it's like a full well, glass. Drink it anyway. Yes! Drink it this anyway. Why no, no I am. And there's like a buddy hanging around me right Don't now. Waste and I'm it. sitting here like, all right, buddy. I mean, um, fruit flies are attracted to wine, specifically red wine. So I will. At least this sense. is cheap wine. It's fine. Yeah. Alcohol yeah. kills any germs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it it kills the good germs and the bad germs. Since so I didn't know, <laughs> it reminded me of this quote 
um from new girl from nick where he's like oh, you God. treat outside wounds with rubbing alcohol and you drink inside wounds with drinking alcohol Literally. that's exactly Science. what i was trying to think about when i said that i was like <laughs> um so right now my current current in the process reading me and Liv are actually buddy reading because we're like besties now and we are reading a shadow in the ember by miss jla queen queen herself i need to read that so bad all righty so i'm i'm gonna try to make this as spoiler free as possible because we have we want to dedicate the whole episode to this yeah um (laughs) so i am liking it so far um is it captivating me the way like I'm, I'm not i'm gonna try to compare it the least um because like from blood and ash i think just the way they entered with the way they started that book i mean how could you not be like wait i gotta continue <laughs> um but like i am really interested in it and i'm loving the characters so far um we got what i'm thinking is approaching enemies to lovers i don't know if they're like enemies to like you know yeah i, I don't think it's enemies to lovers as of right now hey. it's um like hey i'm not the hugest i don't know maddie you. looks like she's not the- <laughs> i'm just i'm you- not like i'm not like a spoiler or anything yeah I'm yeah like, i think that's this- why i'm like it's like it's you almost want to keep a lot of your judgment until you're done with it yeah like okay. i tried to i tried to make a lot of i made a lot of comments pre because i can make some confident hot takes um but you really just you have to read it yeah. And then you have to reread the third book of From Blood and Ash. Um, oh, how far the best it, one. And, and then you have to go back. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I did. Is I read it. Mm-hmm. I went back. I then I went right back. And because it's like, I, it's almost one of those books where I, it was meant that you read the first three from Blood and Ash, read this one um, within like consecutive order, and then be able to be ready for the fourth book of the From Blood and Ash series. So, oh, shit. Yeah. So I should actually read it. Yeah, you. Like, yeah. Oh, oh no! Yeah, Kenzie. Kenzie, you have to read that book in order to. And be here's ready. the thing. Here's the oh. thing, Ken. Like, I, the you for, you start reading it and like you get a couple chapters in and you're like, this is literally the exact same thing. And but the further into it you get, it just like okay. the narrative parallels stop being the same plot and start being like really thoughtful. Okay. All right, character parallel. That's what I'm like starting to pick on. So like I'm only on page, and I, I have the um, paperback because um, I know okay. she has two. Um, but I'm like 175, and I'm on like chapter 10, and mm-hmm. I I am thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I'm not like I was saying, like I'm not as captivated as I was when I first started from Blood and Ash. Um, but I think you know the bar is pretty high for that. I mean, it started out in a brothel. Um. That, is that a spoiler? I don't know. But um, no, it's the first. No. It's the first page. It's the first page. Literally yeah. first three um, words. I, I gotta say though, and maybe this is just my inner teacher. I don't know. But oh. <laughs> Miss JLA, if you are listening to this, baby, what girl, you doing? Um, girl, let me what go you find doing? you a new editor. Um, they did you dirty. Oh my gosh, my love. Um, like again, like I'm. It, it, it you better explain why this how is ironic so would it be if it was supposed to be like that i don't know but why it would even, but like how ironic it's just poor like it's it's the smallest things and like that's why like it's not like taking away from the book for me but like i see it and i'm just like i want to take my red pen and just make a little note i feel like um language arts teachers reading that would be like 
Okay, explain why this is an issue, because I think some readers, some listeners may not understand what you're speaking about with so, this editor issue. Ju- just what from like what I'm seeing, and again, like I'm only 175 pages in. First of all, um, I went to Barnes & Noble because I wanted to see the evidence for myself. Um, the back paper cover of of the hardcover, like the the um, the dusk jacket, on the back of it, it says Fleesh. The series is called The Kingdom of, of Fleesh yeah, and Fire. Yeah. And that is the actual like that is the series name, baby. You but like, can't okay, mess that up. Think about Starbucks misspelling names for for clout. What about you but know like, what I mean? Maybe it was just a con- like honestly, that'd be some that's just, a great market. It could be here. interesting. It's um, there. It's there, Haley. I got it right in front. Leash. Of you. Leash. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I can't leash. unsee it, and I think about it. All, like at least once a day um also there was like one that i noticed and i wanted to i almost tabbed it just so i can like pick on it um <laughs> they used the wrong they put was when it was supposed to be were and i was just because mm. like i read aloud to myself in my head um and i saw that and i read it four times and i was like that mm. is not correct um there's like backwards quotation marks i saw one where they just forgot an ending quotation mark in general and I was like, wait, so who's speaking? Because yeah, that's kind of big. It's 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 things like that where it's like that is an editor's job. And it's not even Jennifer's fault, I don't think. Because she is popping them out left and right. She can't she I don't mean, have she's time writing. to write. Well, I think the thing is she yeah. she self-publishes, is my understanding. Oh, she does? Like mm. I, my but, understanding is she owns mm. her own publishing company. But even then, like you still have people revise and edit your work. Like it goes through right. many channels. And to think that it just going through a normal publishing process. And I think that's probably yeah. something she should address. Like that's yeah. I mean, yeah. great. Cause like like again, like it's the book is still wonderful. She's still a great author. And, mm, absolutely. But it's just her storytelling is beautiful. I like. Yes. I think it's like her her world building is yes. something world that building. I think it's something I've never seen. Because whenever someone's like, "Can you tell me what from Blada Ashen is about?" and I'm just like, "How do you? How do? How do I encapsulate this mm-hmm. fucking huge world system species?" Multiple species. Yeah. You got gods, vampires. And at the end of the day, we're still reading it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's still getting our coin. I mean, and that's what me what makes like this so frustrating is that, you know, her storytelling is up there with some of some of the most popular fiction out right now. Mm -hmm. Like I would put it in, I enjoyed it as much as a core of thorns and roses. And the world building, dare I say, is even better. Yeah. But when you have all these little editor issues, like it's just hard to put it in that same category and like get people to take it seriously when you have all of these things that, you know, don't really matter for the story, but do matter for presentation. Like it's just, it's hard to, yeah. to, to sell it to people who, you know, might not normally go buy a fantasy book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think back to also like, you know, I mean, I think we've all at least taken some college courses, but I think back to like when you're in English classes or you're publishing your thesis, like if you had that and you turned that in. Oh God. Oh, I would be roasted till the end of days. Yeah. But you know, this is a published work. Like, you know, you want it like, and I'm sure JLA, I mean, just based on her writing style, she takes pride in her work. And I, as for me, like, I'm not a published writer by any means, but whenever I turn something in or, you know, when I present something, like, I want it to be tip top. I want it to be my best work. And I think that just kind of takes away from it. 
But kind of getting moving on from that, one thing I did notice just in these few couple pages, not I've read more than a couple pages, come on. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm so like, cause she, she's a big girl, um, the paperback. She's thick. Um, but I'm like that I far in. This. And I've already noticed, thick. like, I feel like the banter is far superior because that's one oh, really? thing about JLA that, because I, I am a slut for banter. Like, I'm a slut <laughs> for smut, but I am a Tension. slut for ba- I am a slut so, for banter, baby. The witty though is I almost this has I superior banter. It's so good. And I think I think that's the reason why I had made a hot tight comment saying that I almost enjoyed the relationship better than um Hawk and Poppy because I I almost feel like, okay, this is, I don't know if this is really spoilery, but I feel like a lot of the banter and from Bob and Ash becomes very um repetitive. repetitive. We've yes, discussed this quite a bit. Yeah. yeah and and that's I, really I do agree. I do agree. I like, and I, this was been discussed multiple times and I don't know how much we really have to repeat it, but, um, but that's kind of what I've liked about, um, this book comparatively is that I just feel like the banter is different and almost superior. Yeah. yeah I, I think, I think too, she's gotten so much better at like painting the picture of the world without needing mm-hmm. pointless banter and, yeah. and kids and kids. There is murder mystery. Kind oh, of. sweet. Und- There's a huge murder on. mystery subplot. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll go buy it tomorrow. There is? Okay, good. I, I can There is? In like a day. Yeah, you have to get there. Are you guys reading the same book? <laughs> Haley's definitely already there and doesn't realize it. It's okay. Yeah, she's she's paying attention more to the other Haley. aspect of it. Hey, I, I, think, I, about, I, think about how Daddy and Sarah met. Daddy? Yeah, oh, oh my god. Okay, maybe I've just, I've hit my wine Daddy a little too fast tonight. Oh, I was about to say. Um, that's all you had to do. All right. Wait, what just happened? I fucking missed that. <laughs> All these light bulbs just went off, and I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't understand. I have to buy it tomorrow. All right. All right. Oh my, why am I so dumb? Oh. You're not dumb. You're just having a moment. Um, I, 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 I don't feel tipsy at all. Maybe I am. <laughs> I don't know. So apparently we all dabbled in a pregame, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, actually, the, nice. na- the Nat's having more than me at this point. So. Very. <laughs> Cherry, right now. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get it. It's scary. I'm. I have to like. I have to be sweet to its body or something. I feel like respectful currently to it. So are you gonna so dig it out? Gonna give Jerry a proper funeral. Well, no, Jerry's Jer. hanging out over there. Then there's no, another Jer- one in the actual. So Jerry's the dead one or Jerry's the living no, one? Jerry's the living one. Okay. So okay. Well, Jerry. Jerry's sitting on the book right now. Um, maybe Carrie's the one in the wine. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. maybe Carrie. Jerry, anyway, Jerry. sorry. Oh no, you're good. Um, but yeah, banter far superior. Um, it's so good. All right, cool. That was my. That's always my one like negative review for from Blood and Ash is especially like once you get past book one and halfway into book two, it's just like we get it. She's inquisitive, and we get it. She wants to stab him. We get it. Oh my gosh, this, I can go whole on and on so about the we get it. You have a nice thing. Gosh. Doesn't bother me as much as the question thing. There's. There was a point where I literally read another stab or question joke, and I was like, "Shut up about the freaking question!" Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, there, there, problem, Haley, there is it there. Is that I would be asking all the questions. Uh, I'm sorry, know. but I, I just know. can't. Like, <laughs> I feel like normal people don't get annoyed at me. Normal people don't get that butt hurt as Kieran do about people asking questions, especially when their whole world's being rocked. Like, obviously, but- I need answers. I think there's a nod to the question things in a site as well. There is. I I've, think I've there it, is. Yeah. 
there is like oh of course you do or something like like yeah. she's like I got a question um but and, um I really yeah. do I do love the characters so far yes um uh silver eyes and um Sarah Serafina queen um what a beautiful name I love, I that, name. love that name oh yeah. my Serafina love it um it's on my baby list name now um if I decide to have kids um and then really quickly because I don't want to take up too much Reese time. is on mine Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a good one that's a good I like one. That. I like I like Cassian I like Cass too um, I'm not allowed to name my children after people I sent for I that's I another thing it's like it, theoretically it is but I want one where like we could have a whole episode about this too I mean, <laughs> but also um, like I, the I, name I, is yeah. but I collect names for pets and not children but I I sympathize yes um so another book I have read because and um so I've been on a reading binge lately I don't know if it's just because life's been screwing with me and so I need just extra escapism um but I finished and this was my first coho book about Colleen Hoover shout out to her I have Verity Um, and I haven't picked it up yet I I I have Verity as well and I feel like that one I need to be in a certain headspace for and especially after reading this one just knowing her her personality as a writer now um but I, I read it ends with us um and if you look at the cover it's like a nice which I guess now reading it, it, they're broken flowers, but I just saw flowers and I was like, romance. And it hints at romance on the back and it does have romance the first, like, you know, um, but then shit go crazy. And then you question everything. The broken flowers got me. I will say that this book has now made me never pick up a book again without checking trigger warnings um it wasn't like particularly triggering to me it was more jarring um Mm. just some of the issues and topics that were brought up they were done so beautifully though I will say she talked about it so artfully and it was just so profound and I and I, I wrote this on my book review that I did in for the um Instagram too but I tend to judge books on how well they can make me feel emotions any emotions like not particular ones like I'm not looking to cry every time I read a book obviously but like how well can you make me relate to the characters and feel their emotions and how can the reader feel that and how does that translate in your writing and this book has made me feel emotions I've never felt before and it really made me do some like just deep thinking after in a very like in a and like in a positive light but can this girl write a plot twist and this is the first book I've ever read through in one sitting and literally did not put down except for like bathroom and food breaks. You got to read at night so you don't have to eat. Well, uh, yeah, well, I had candy because like I still loved over Halloween candy, but <laughs> um, snack breaks, you know, and um, just wow. It so beautiful. Such a great story. Can this girl write a plot twist? Goddamn. Um, so definitely. um I would read the trigger warnings, but just for like the reader or the listeners out there, um, it, there are mentions of domestic violence, um, mentions of rape, um, just mentions not actual rape, just violence in general. Um, but very well done. Such a great book. Colleen Hoover, man. What a queen. But yeah, those are so we're all gonna, books. We're all going to buddy read Verity next, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's do I it. bought it and I um, have to read it. Like I It's on my shelf. 
Okay, yeah. we're gonna have to wait until after I finish Harry Potter, though. So yes, no, that's yes. Not, yeah. That Harry takes Potter, precedence yeah. over everything. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry, Our Abby I'm sorry, has yeah. to get through Harry Potter first. Yeah, I guess to like let the podcast know because uh, or uh, because we'll probably keep up to date with on it um in our later episodes. But I've never read Harry Potter. I watched the movies years ago. Um, every time. All I it, all it, I know. I I'm still in shock. <laughs> and well, I, I'm pretty sure Maddie, you haven't read them either, have you? Both of you I guys. I haven't, but I've watched the movies so many times. And I have been so chronically online for so long that, like, I basically know all the book. Oh, there's so many details. There's so much. Yeah. Um. And all I remember is that I just thought Draco was hot, and I wanted to be Hermione. Um. You were on the right track. You. You. So you're you're already halfway there. That's all I knew. Be Hermione, like. Yeah, that's all I. That's all I really remember from whenever I like watched the movies whenever I was younger. Um, but it's been years. I don't really remember much of anything. Um, like I'm pretty sure there's huge plot lines I've just forgotten at this point. All I remember is there's like a war and somebody's gonna die, and you know, I don't know. You, um, you, you got the basic that from Manacle. See, I've been calling it Manacle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Manacle. It's a manacle. Yeah, that's all I know. It's just there's that war and somebody's supposed oh. to die. So well, um, that's a lot that's not there. Yeah, that's about where i'm at on there so anyway um a a bunch of people in the book club are going to be rereading it with me and powering through and keeping me to actually do it because i've had the books sitting on my shelf like the first one for like four years now maybe longer and i just have not touched it so we're gonna do this um i guess i'll go like next on my reads because i've been talking um if that's okay with you Liv. yeah so i'm currently I, I'm reading several books. I actually only thought I had two, but I have like four going on technically, um, which probably means I should go back to some of the books I wasn't thinking about because I probably have not been paying attention. Um, oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because I just got caught up in another thing. Um, so currently I'm like buddy reading with one of our other book club members, Shelby. Um, shout out to Shelby if you're listening. I love you dearly. Um she's been putting up with me because I have been I was like ahead of her really early on in the series and now we're hitting the final book and I am so slow I so I'm reading the kingdom of ash which is the last in the throne of glass series Oof. um don't need to read oh, that she's thick oh my god she she's a thick that made one a noise. She, <laughs> she, <laughs> she got some weight um, to her <laughs> I think in total I have the paperback because I had ordered the box set because I am 980 pages mm-hmm. so this is a thick, this is a she's at the and she's like thin page so it's like we're supposed to read that over thanksgiving yeah i was gonna, that was gonna be that. my thanks that might be my um thanksgiving christmas new year's um valentine's um, day so <laughs> anyway, i read but i read the whole series on my kindle um in about two weeks and it oof. wasn't until i finally purchased the hardcovers that i realized how much I must have just not slept. Baby yeah, girl. Um, I think it's probably going to be three weeks in total that it'll have yeah. taken me to finish this series. And it's because um, this past week, it took me the longest to read. So I did, um, for those who don't know, I did the tandem read on books five and six, Tower of Dawn, and then um, Emperor of... Empire of no, Storms. Empire of Storms. Um, 
And that took me quite a long time because I had the, the reason this has taken me so long is, um, I keep having book hangovers about halfway through on queen of shadows or right. That's the name of that book. Um, that's the one before, um, empire of storms. Yes. Uh, I hit a huge hangover, like, well, not huge. I hit like a mini hangover and I was like, I am still not able to recover this. Like, I don't understand how to move forward. Um, but like you need to, so it took me a couple days to get back into it. And then I was very slow. And then I finally finished the tandem read, um, a couple days ago and the end of empire storms has me for a loop. Like I am still mentally recovering from that book. Um, which I'm scared to read this series. I uh, I have the hardcover. Like, I don't know if I'll ever emotionally recover. I want Sarah J to know that she has taken my heart, ripped it out, oh, mm-hmm. stomped on it, put it back in, and then gave it me an hour of therapy all you in a matter of this. series. You will um, thank her for every moment and beg for more. Yes, exactly. Oh. Like she could break my heart. I think I was telling Shelby this. Um, she could break my heart. And I would, st- and I would pay her for it. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. thank you. That's literally, I would thank her. I would thank her and I pay her, um, for it. And that's basically what it is. Um, but I'm on this book. I'm not very far in it. Um, but I, um, if it weren't for a court of silver flames, I would almost say I love this series more than Ooh. a court of thorn series, wow. which is a very hot take, but it's I my comfort really- series. I agree with you. It's wow. one of those, right. it's one of those things where I, okay, how to put this in a way, I think I talked about it, this in a previous episode, uh, but I absolutely love the different characters having their different plots. Um, each of them having their own stories that all, but like they have subplots that all intertwine within the greater plot of the series. Um, I absolutely love how the healing journeys are. For each of the characters, um, I absolutely love the like complete badass women main characters that we have. We love. Um, I think that you know, um, uh, Selena. I believe is Selena. Um, her story. I absolutely just love how it is, and there's no need for there to man to save her. Um, there, it like. I just, there's so much you want to be her. You want to be as strong as her. You want the kind of growth that there is. Um, I relate, I, I, I'd relate, I don't really relate to any of these characters, but there's one, there's like one character later on in the series who I really, truly love. Um, anyway, and so I'm on the last book and I'm not, I'm slow about this because I'm afraid for it to end kind of thing. This is definitely going to be a comfort series. Um, but if it weren't for the fact that I relate to Nesta as a character and like the feelings that she has and the kind of journey she has to go on in that book, um, I would say that this book is better. And I think uh, mm. I was nervous to read this book because everybody was telling me that the writing was not very good at the beginning. Um, she was that 16. People... And when she was she 16. The... Yeah, like 16 when she, she wrote was... the series. She was very young, um, and I think people made me kind of nervous that the writing would be bad or that the beginning books would just not be very good. But I actually think that it's been pretty good. Like, I think, of mm-hmm. course, the writing has gotten better and the plot lines have gotten better and there's just more that's been evolved. But it really is like 
a good series for somebody who started it at such a young age and has like let yeah. it grow. Um, Sarah J is just, you know, good at her job. I bought the first book when I was so like a long time ago. Same with Six of Crows. I remember having the books and then I don't know if this was like during my slump of reading, which was covered in the in the first episode, um, but I just never ended up reading them. And now I can't find them. So now I have oh, to no. buy them again. Um, I think yeah, so anyone who's like wanting to start this series and is hesitant because of like some of the reviews of the first couple books, like just know this is one of those series that not just because of like the writing style, but just because of the way the plot is set up, it changes on those genres mm. halfway through. So mm-hmm. it, it really is incredible in the sense that it is so many different stories woven together, like Abby was saying, and it like the transition from one to another is just impeccable. And if you uh-huh. don't like the plot of the first couple of books, you need to keep going because it does change so much. Yes. Yeah. Um, then let me think to kind of transition because I have kind of a couple books and I'll, I talked most about that, but um, anyone who knows me and I think that this is kind of a motto that I hold to and I've spoken about it in the club and with um, my fellow book club members and I'll say it now. So I usually have my one good fantasy and then I keep one smut on the sidelines um just in case you gotta have your dose though so like it's yeah so uh I I love having like if I have a book that's going to make me sob or a series that is very in-depth and then I know there's a book hangover coming or if it's a standalone that's just there or it could just be like a happy heart-lighted or like a good just YA or it could just be a straight-up romance book or something but it's not very smutty. I just have one like smut. Like it's a Kindle Unlimited. It's there. Um, and I and it's and it's become such a thing that at the end of the year, I'll have this like giant smutness. Um, I think it's smutness list. Yes. Is, yes. We're so um, excited. We're I so just excited. have Kindle Unlimited. So this is going to um, be my TBR on there. I <laughs> Yeah. And I, I believe that I'll probably end up sharing it with uh, the listeners, uh, you the listeners. Get but the people I make want. this. I have this huge Excel spreadsheet that I've been building. Um, I've been inspired by one of our <laughs> uh, other. I've been inspired by Bella. Shout out to her and uh, my Amrin. She Amen. just, girl. she is the, she is the Amrin to my more. And we, um, she's such an Excel spreadsheet person and, um, or like a Google sheets person or something. And so I've started to build this one and I've got color coding and I've got ranking and I've got synopsis yes. and, it's it's very intense and I'm sitting here for like hours at a time staring at it um and anyway but so the current read the current smut read that I've actually been very slow to read because I've been caught up in um my other books it's called The Fine Print Mm. it's on Kindle Unlimited sounds good um it kind of has this uh the best way I know how to describe it is just like one of those things where it's like man hires woman to do this project and then it just kind of evolves from there um and it kind of is an interesting story it's kind of different from something it's more of a I would say it's more contemporary it's not um as some of the other ones it's not anywhere close to like hooked or um haunting Adeline or anything quite like that it's um what what's haunting haunting Adeline yeah is that good uh, trigger warning, um, check trigger it before. Warning. 
Okay. Uh, it's very dark, it, it's but not this is for the uninitiated. Yeah. It's pain. not. It's, um, it's yeah, yeah. I can, so like yes we, or no. We can have it. It's uh, good. I think yeah, Kenzie. I think if you you're could, yeah, you could you could handle it, Kenzie. But anybody who reads that kind of book, you if, if you're like a seasoned pro and Kindle Unlimited, and you've read some pretty dark stuff, then it's nothing. But well, it's not you nothing. It's there. Yeah. It's not that bad. Um, if okay. you're not prepared for it. Just prepare yourself for that book for um, a lot of thinking and re- and self reflection and just remember who you are it, yourself. Just like who am I? Live. <laughs> remember who you are. Remember okay. who you are. Mufasa. Um, listeners, Liv was not prepared for that book. She I did wasn't. not look up the trigger warning. She was not a seasoned pro. Please oh, understand no. that if you read dark smut books, this is just one of them. It's not that bad, but but it is just, good. It's a, a good book. Okay. It's a good book. I was going to go um, pick it up, so that's why. I yeah, yeah, do it. It's not that. Anyway, but the fine print, it's like more contemporary. It's smutty. It's there. Um, then I started on, but I'll come back to, I started reading the Red Queen series by Victoria Aveyard. And Victoria, we need to have a discussion at some point because you have some plot twists that just make me want to scream. Um, way or bad way? Have you finished it yet? I, I actually, I, I think I read the series when I was younger because some things are coming back to me, um, but I'm rereading it and I, it's kind of one of those things where it makes me, um, it kind of makes me, it's one of those series where I don't know whether I like the villain more mm-hmm. than I kind of like the main character, but then it, it's, I, very, it's very, very common with that series. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I remember I picked it up because, um, I had watched a book talk thing that was like, have your friend choose um, who your book boyfriend should be. And she had um, my, I sent it to my best friend and she was like, she was like, oh yeah, two or three. And it was one of the characters from the Red Queen series who's um, the villain. And um, uh, she also, I think, had picked Cassian or Reese, one of the two. So it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, I picture you with one of these two. And so I was like, oh, well, I've read the series. I don't remember the series, so I'm going to pick it up again. Um, Abby, if, it's you, a- if you like the villain, you need to make sure you read the epilogue book. Okay, good. Um, will do. But I read the first book and then I got caught up with Throne of Glass. So I am slowly chapter by chapter on that book. Okay, how are you tandem yeah. reading the throne of going back to throne of glass? How are you tandem okay. reading those two? Um, okay, so there's like a website, several websites where you can actually like figure it out. So you kind of there's like there's like a timeline sheet where it's like mm. technically so the reason why you tandem read this is like you don't technically have to, but it's important. I think it's interesting because it's like these are two different um plots happening at the same time so one set of characters is on the southern continent and one's on the northern continent and why did we do the same thing (laughs) we both said the tandem read order oh (laughs) yeah there's like a spreadsheet um anybody who reads it you don't have to do it and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people i've like spoken to uh, actually didn't really like Tower of Dawn and won't actually read it when they read the series. And some people actually really like Tower of Dawn. Um, Empire of Storm destroyed me. I'm Queen terrified. of Shadows. So are you also, reading this on a first read or a reread? First first read. Okay. Um, I, well, I don't. I read, yeah. 
I don't know if I personally will do a tandem read for a reread. I think okay. I would just read it in order of the books itself. That's um, but it's kind of one of those. And I, what I really like about the Throne of Glass series is that a lot of uh, the main character's past comes back to play and helps her out yeah. in the end. Um, like I really enjoy it where it's like the past comes back. I like it when there's subplots happening. I, I genuinely like whenever it has multiple characters who have big roles, um, not just one character, like there's just so much to it. And there's like a comfort to it that you just want to come back to, but there's a part of you that just, it's one of those series that you just, I don't know if you ever like recover from in a real way, but you find comfort in. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if Maddie would agree with that, but it's very like, I don't think I'll ever recover from this series. And I think I will always remember this series. Um, but I find comfort in the way that this grows and the journeys that happen emotionally and um, in plot wise. And yeah, like I just, some people might not like the series, but I, I love it. It's beautiful. So um, I need yeah. to read it. Yeah. you totally it's should and next week. like as you get closer to tower of dawn you well you're welcome to talk to us there's certain characters that like if you really like them honestly you probably should just read it straight through and not tandem read but if okay. you find certain characters kind of annoying or like you don't like reading their chapters you're probably better off tandem reading um okay see i, I, I wrote it why you did that and then now okay, well, so it, mm-hmm. it's because you know it's you know, in Avatar, the first three books are told from a very specific perspective. And then you have Silver Flames that is a whole different, like, different characters. Mm-hmm. Right. In Throne of Glass, that's all kind of built into this throughout the series. So different you books are going to focus more on different characters. You're changing perspectives more. And with Tower of Dawn, um, a lot of, like, the characters that you kind of come to really love are less prominent. And mm. some of the other side characters get their own, like, focus, and you really flesh out their plot more. So, you know, if you're not invested in their stories, it can be challenging to f- get through it if you're not tandem reading. But, like, if you really like those characters and you're, like, excited to read through their story, it can be sometimes easier or just simpler to just read through it. So that's I, my take on tandem. Yeah, I will say that Tower of Dawn, um, I see where some people don't like it. Um, they, and that's understandable. Is this the one that I, people are having trouble with in the group? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, the, and I understand why there's trouble is because it doesn't necessarily have the action that is in empire storm. And so that can be hard to deal with, like having something that's so plot filled and so like, go, go, go. And then you're having something that's more about a, a healing journey yeah, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but I will say, I actually really enjoyed it by the end of it. I, I actually kind of liked, like at the beginning, I was very, very skeptical. I was very unsure. I was like, I, this may end up being a DNR, mm-hmm. um, like, or DN- DNR, DNR, <laughs> DNR, uh, DNR. Yeah, we're, we're not resuscitating it. <laughs> oh, she died. <laughs> I book was series, like, gone. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah. Murdered. <laughs> murdered gone she did not resuscitate um but <laughs> it might be a, a dna <laughs> okay guys uh, i had my moment for this episode um <laughs> love it but, like, I, like, I mean i was 
We were waiting for it. Uh, yeah, to happen. between like... the gnat and this, it's been an entertainment. <laughs> Jerry, um, Jerry, sweet Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Um, I don't know where Jerry is actually, but continuing. Um, I actually really enjoyed Tower of Dawn. By the end of it, I was I was very skeptical. Okay. And then I really actually love the character growth that happens in it. And there's um, a love story. And I think mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Oh, right. I love a love story. As always. I love love. I like, I, I like healing. I like, I, I enjoy just the healing with love. Right. Yeah. And they say to read it in this way. It's called the romantic read, I think. To read it it's with the, the romantic kingdom read. read. And then ha- uh, read Assassin's Blade more in the middle rather than at the mm. end or the beginning. Well, that's okay. because it that's when it becomes more of an important, like you hear yeah. about the, uh, because Assassin's Blades is a prequel. It, it was what was originally written. So when you read that at a certain point, it's like you've kind of heard about the stories now and then you get to read the stories. And then those stories come back into play as you continue reading later. So that's why okay. it's important. It crushes right, you more. So I've actually never read Assassin's Blade because when I read it the first time around, it wasn't ever included in the like set. So I just bought it. So I'm planning a reread over the holidays in which I read it. Maddie. Wait, do you want to reread? Maddie. Maddie. First read with me? I've got to be crushed and I've fully accepted that. Maddie. Oh my God. Um, So, so I'm reading it with Shelby and love you, Shelby. uh, But we're going to talk about this. Shelby and I both were sobbing after that um because you kind of know what's going to happen like you already know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. and then you are just reading it to hurt yourself and this is why I said that I would like I would pay I I am paying Sarah to hurt me um and I would fully do it again you like it and I love it we're sadistic motherfuckers (laughs) like this is is why we identify with um hop yeah exactly Um, the pleasure in the pain. Anyway, in conclusion, I'm on another Sarah J. Reed, um, and she still has my heart. Uh, what can I say? All right, I'm gonna. So that series, I've got Haunting Adeline, right? Okay. Yes. And then I think that was it. And a sight so far. A sight. Uh, yeah. You need to read a sight. Yeah. You gotta read. Yeah. I'm Which do I do get first? To- what should I do first? Uh, well, I know first. I'm starting. I think a site we need first. a site by January, don't we? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then by I'm March, at very least by March, very latest, because that's when the new book, The War of Two Queens, comes out. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Live, <laughs> hey, hi, guys. Um, so I have uh three books to talk about. Um, well, technically four because me and Haley are doing that a site. Buddy Reed, and she pretty much nailed it. Everything I wanted to say, Silver Stop. Eyes, Silver Eyes, mm. yum. Don't have to say anymore. The banter and the tension is so good oh, yeah. in, in that book. I love it. I love it so much. Um, and of course, the so like I'm, I'm, me and Haley are about at the same spot. I'm about 200 pages in on the hardback cover. So yeah, that it's really good. So I don't really want to elaborate more on that. But I started reading um, Crown of Gilded Bones and I got like over halfway. And then one of our other book members, Zoe, she finished it and she like had this whole like emotional roller coaster thing. She was talking to me about it. And I was like, I don't think I can put myself through that right now. So she's paused for a hot um, minute. <laughs> so just to touch on that, maybe I'm just a heartless bitch. Oh, no. But. I didn't think it was that emotional. See, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I think it. I, well, I will say this: it does leave off on a cliffhanger from like where where the second book's gonna pick up off. Uh, 
pick up on but i i don't think it's like that emotional like okay like it's definitely like it's not happy by any <laughs> means like and it's a, it, I, I will say i find i found it more intense than i did emotional mm-hmm. so like but girl that book yeah and there's so and everyone like like book talk doesn't do it any justice because they're saying mm-hmm. like it's the worst one in the series and so what? far I've, yes they no. say it's garbage they say it's garbage I it's so good. That book. Okay, and i love it so far was garbage are the ones who say kind of agreed and so, i agreed me, i think gilded bones was both a lot so this just for the smut alone in that book that's love true the bones. that's the best one out of the three honestly okay like, really okay. wait should i, I do my Crown wait should i do bones. my smut yes mm. yes <laughs> you about to read it she's so got to say the line. line you gotta say the line say the, say the line wait, do i do i say it in the say, um say the line do i say the one where it is um polite or do i say the one where it's not polite polite always we are nice people here we like uh, we use like ASMR a, a bag and polite. Please lift your ass, my queen. <laughs> yes, yes. Do so it. yeah, um, so no, I'm like I'm like it. a <laughs> I'm like a half over halfway through, and I think because I don't handle cliffhangers very well, so I might wait to finish it closer <laughs> to when the next book comes out. No, just, no, just but finish it. it. Like suffer with does. the rest of us, honestly. If you, if you do want to stay. A site, the ending of a site is going to make so much more sense if okay. you've already right. read Crown of Gilded Bones. Like, you need okay. to finish Gilded Bones first and then okay. finish a site. We'll see. We'll see. I think you also- suffer with the rest of us. Thank God. <laughs> if you want to stay fed, she did release an early, like, she did. And I haven't looked at that. It was great. I haven't it's looked at that. Yeah. It's amazing. It yeah. It. I mean, I'm like more anxious now for the book. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, like, it le- it, it was it left such a good taste in my mouth oh, that yeah. I was like, I want the book now. But mm-hmm. like the petty part, I know that you guys who, who have read it all know what I'm talking about. Where he finds out about the petty part that she did, you know what I'm talking about? He's like mm-hmm. so turned on by it. He it was- literally <laughs> loved it, and it was the best thing that has it ever was happened. Beautiful. I, I, I saw. I'm so glad. Okay, I was worried that I was gonna have to elaborate a little bit no, more. That you guys as didn't. soon as, as soon as that happened, I was immediately like, "He's gonna like this." And I was <laughs> literally the best. Great. All right. Okay, anyway, we'll, continue. Sorry. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um. So I needed to take a little break from it. So I did. I like when I need to take breaks from books. I like to do like a uh, standalone. So I picked up Hooked. Um. I'm obsessed with the Peter Pan story. Oh wait. Okay. It was so good. It was so good. Um, it, it does have the, I think, I mean, I think she says it, but it has the virgin trope in it, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but I can, it's not like as bad as pregnancy trope, but I really, really enjoyed it. Solid four for me. Like I, I'm very strict. A five about- or 10? Five. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold Sorry. on. Four out of five. I assumed a four. Of, I said, if, I assumed a four out of five because I read yeah. that and it was pretty good. Yeah. And I want to yeah. put an asterisk on there that there is a, pregnancy trope there the is at the end so you don't need to so just as a warning. you don't need to yeah. you don't I don't you don't really have to it doesn't really do anything to the story really it if, doesn't. unless you like the pregnancy happy ending kind of stuff um but it was really really good um James Hook mm, love him he is amazing 
she did a really good job at like incorporate it's a modern story it's it's set like into almost today's time kind of feel um I thought it was more fantasy but I actually like that it was modern and she does a really good job at um incorporating elements from the Peter Pan story um into the book it was very interesting um it is a standalone and she um is writing another one so I think she's gonna do it's called the Ever After series and I think she's gonna do multiple uh me and Bella are Amarin um did a buddy read on it and we read it so fast like I read it in one night and it was really good it's only like 300 pages too she's 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 little but she she just makes it the plot the last 60 pages or Mm -hmm. maybe not even that much but like 20 to 60 pages like you I had to reread because so much information was just thrown at you in like two seconds so but it was really really good I was um very happy with it and then um, I, I pictured Colin O'Donohue as Hook. Ooh. Did you watch Once Upon a Time? Yes. yes. Oh, that's who plays Hook in Once Upon a Peter Time. Peter Pan is my favorite Disney character ever. So I'm going to. Mine too. I love the story. Beauty and the Beast is my favorite Disney movie, but as far as like story, fairy tale, oh, it, character, story. Peter yeah. Pan is my favorite. I love it. Yeah. Um, Hook so is kind of highly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Hot. Extremely attractive. Disclaimer so for the we can leave this in listeners because we're gonna be doing boozy podcasts. That sneeze, not the first one. I'm allergic to alcohol, <laughs> so if I get sniffly, if I get nasally, alcohol. Oh yeah, I get full on sinus infection. I get hives. <laughs> like yeah, it's bad. But I do it anyway, and it's um, fine. It goes all to my sound. face. My cheeks will get my, bright red. Uh, yeah. My cheek, my cheeks are already warm. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little toasty. Just it's warning, you guys. Hot. If I start sounding super vocal fry, super nasally, sniffles. Yeah. You continue. Good. Sorry. And uh, the book I just finished that I cannot stop thinking about, talking about, wanting more of, is uh, Rhapsodic. Oh, mm-hmm. Abby. Yes, <laughs> oh, oh man, it's let so- me get in on you. It's oh, so okay, good. okay, readers. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me get the mic back up to me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's so good. It's let like, me like, just ooh. let me just say, it is spicy. It's got like it's a pretty spicy. good plot. Mm-hmm. I fully believe that. Now, some people, I can see why some people would not enjoy it. I understand that some people could say that this book has leaning towards possible like I I recently saw I wanted, a book. I wanted to talk to you about that why well, I think you're um, thinking but I think you're thinking and I wanted uh, to are we going I, are I we going that grooming that yes yeah, grooming so um I, that's it gave me the ick yeah oh, no. I can see I can see why people get the ick um yeah. because it does start out for the reader, it kind of starts out whenever the main character is a teenager and meets this meets the character meets the love interest, and when he's like a full grown adult, and then uh, there's like a time jump kind of thing happening, and then comes back, and then the guy comes back into her life, kind of energy, and so I understand where this kind of um, I I don't know if that's considered a, tr- a trigger warning, um, yeah, but. but- Grooming, grooming is kind of something where I see people getting the ick for it. Now, putting that aside, if you decide to put that aside, I did for the it's purpose so of it. I see where the ick is on that. Mm-hmm, 100%. 100%. And I can see where some people the would not like it. Still incredible. The plot was the really plot, good. Now, if you put that aside, I think that there is plenty of books that have icks that it's whether you choose to look past it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I could talk about all day because I think there's tons of books where it's like, 
you choose to read it even though the author is problematic even if there's things in the plot you don't like um it's and like whenever it's something very problematic like I I didn't know if this is necessarily as grooming as some other books because there's no there's because it does like I I think this is like without spoilers um it jumps in between like today in the past through like chapter to chapter I think yeah and I I think that's something I that needs to be for known. For me, like, what, yeah, it does need me, to be known. The main love interest, he made sure not to cross that line because he knew, like, he knew what he was understood. going to happen. He knew what their future was probably mm. going to look like, so he did not want to cross that line. He was, he was there for her, and I love those little bits when he's like there for her, getting through her trauma and stuff. I think it's very beautiful. It's and, that, and yeah. um, for me, it's. I, I think what's hot about it is like he's this dark character. He's meaning it like what he represents as like mm-hmm. as a character is darkness. Yes. And so he's like the tattooed hot what? edgy guy. Mm-hmm. Um he is like he is the character who is like I want to explore the darkness with you not take you out of it kind Absolutely. of energy. And that's mm-hmm. what's hot about it. Um yes. And I genuinely like that it's pro-sexuality and pro-being comforted, comfortable in your sexuality. Um, I I have read plenty of books where it's like a virgin trope. Um, and it's like, you're my one. This is it. I'm only going to be with you the rest of my days energy. And Ugh. I understand it, but it's just not for me. Um, yeah. Like w- whenever that. you're a teenager, okay. Uh, and you're kind of like, new and you're exploring that kind of stuff but when you get to this point when you're starting to get older um you just kind of get tired of it you're just like okay don't make somebody like it almost like it's not really realistic it puts it it put it's not realistic it puts something on pedestal that just is unrealistic also yeah yeah like it's just yeah um so I really quite like that um I like the main character. She's a badass. She's cool. I love um, and I love a badass character. I love and she's a siren. And I love. Oh, yes. Yeah. They. Love- it's a, it, there's mystical characters in it. It's um, so good. That's get explored further on. Like the best friend is even cooler. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I love a cool bestie. It's, yeah. It's one cool. of those things where I started reading it, and then, um, I've gotten a couple other people to read it. I've also been reading it with some friends. Um, and it's, it's, it's a good book, but I see why some people would not necessarily, like, I understand where there's controversy, but -hmm. if you look past it, it actually has really great qualities and mystery also can see, like there is a mystery as you get later on in Mm -hmm. the series. Um, just like known to give me all the mysteries, um, please. Yeah. Like there's, there's murder mystery as you get Mm -hmm. into it and sort of things like that. So it's interesting. Um. But yeah, I liked it. It was hot. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it was I hot. This, I had the second book ready to go. Um, I work this weekend. So because um, I read uh, I read it in like a day and a half. You read so, it so fast. I read it so fast because like um, it took me a weekend because of my my job. I work night shifts so I can fly through books if I'm like sitting with patients. Uh, some some kids I have to sit with overnight. Um, That's cool. So, so yeah so like hooked I read and I it took me five hours to read it and then yes it took me five hours and then I started uh it took like a small break and then I started Rhapsodic and I had like after the night was over I had like 100 pages left and I finished it the next time yeah it's very easy 
crazy. Um, I don't and also I, think I loved it. I don't think it's a big read either. I don't no, think it's, it's like a thick book. No, she's not thick. Um, she's about four hundred pages. It's not bad. It's, it's also not too on bad. KU, which is how I read it. Um, that's how I read it too. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's all of my reads right now. My TBR is growing every single day, especially at, since meeting these lovely ladies. I can't <laughs> keep up. It's, I can. I have a on, hold on a pile on my. There's a back to it. <laughs> oh no! Like I, I have no else, to, nowhere else to put them right now. I need to buy a bookshelf and then get all my and, other books here. But. And I was like stressed over the summer. I was like, what if I run out of books to read? I'm scared. But then after meeting my Valkyries, I'm like, nope, I can't endless. keep up. I, endless. I, it's endless. And especially with our rereads <laughs> that we're doing, like, because I'm 100% joining Abby in this Harry Potter reread because one, mm-hmm. I love to read it around the holidays. It just gives you all that warm Abby. and cozy feelings. Same. And I need uh, to join. It's, it's, I'm, I'm so excited to be on that journey with uh, Abby. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I can't keep up. The TBR uh, continues to grow, and um, I literally I just it, put down all the ones some, we said tonight. I yeah, think I was somebody, like taking notes. <laughs> somebody had posted it on Instagram. It's like almost a separate hobby. Like there's a hobby for reading books. There's a hobby for adding books to your TBR, and there's adding books. Uh, and then there's rank, like ranking books as a like there are three separate hobbies within mm-hmm. themselves. Oh yeah, within the book series. So, um. It's a hobby of mine just to keep adding books for fun. Oh, absolutely. Or like just strolling through Barnes and Noble. And oh, yeah. I just want to put all serotonin. Oh, yeah. In my arms, just carrying them around. I don't even want a bag. I just want to carry them all. A crisp paper, a crisp piece of paper, the smell of a fresh book, the smell of an old book that you're just picking Mm -hmm. up from like a sale or something. Um, Just like the feeling of a new hardback. the look oh. of new or of like alternative dust jacket covers that you buy for oh. your books. Um, just there's just so much beauty and love. Or when you get a book signed by the author. Oh yes. Um, mm-hmm. I have one by John the Green. Chaos of constantly I, buying more bookshelves. Yes. yes. The way My you organize box. your bookshelves. Oh, um, the love and hate whenever you buy a book and then you're trying to get book heights to be even on your bookshelves. Oh, that is so, um, so angry. There's just, or when they there's just so much to the it. Same series, no different heights. Oh, yes. uh, me with Akatar because I have the, I have the paperback. Yeah. Oh, because but they're just flames. Yeah. with they're making the paperback of Silver Flames come out. I will and- be buying, I will be buying that just to match my paperback set and I have my hardback. <laughs> I that, have two um, different sets of hardbacks and I probably will buy the paperbacks just for I'm going to buy the paperbacks. I'm the it's worst. Fun. I literally have Akatar as a hardback and Silver Flames as a hardback. And, and the, the rest are paperback? Oh, it's no. literally so annoying to my OCD brain. It's like, God. And then she's coming out with like these, like the special edition, like yeah. the black and gold oh, covers. Yes. That, of course, I'm going to have to. Buy them. I'm gonna have to. Have yeah, the collector's edition. That's the word. Stacy, if you're it's listening, it's gorgeous. I want it so oh. bad, and it's, she's not that expensive either. And no. I, I will definitely be having a lot more of the collector's editions, and probably like have a shelf dedicated to them. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, but uh, this has kind of been just a current read. And we've been, we have a lot to discuss and we like talking fun about Fun conversations. Yes. This will be and so fun to edit. This is so fun. Uh, I'm so excited to edit this. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for listening to Valkyries After Dark. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. 
Um, also, sign up for our email listserv. You can find the link for that in our Instagram bio or our TikTok bio. We're at Valkyries After Dark. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topic recommendations, arguments you want to have with your uh, Valkyries After Dark hosts, you can send us an email at valkyriesafterdark at gmail.com. Until next time, folks. Mm-hmm.